What's going on? Matsuboka here bringing you the championship game weekend main slate contenders video for DraftKings should be an excellent, just a fantastic two-game championship game slate. And we can quibble about the overtime rules and how the bills aren't here all we want, but still we will do that after the season is over because we have got the Bengals visiting the favored hometown Kansas City Chiefs who made it out of that divisional thriller against Buffalo last week and then in the NFC in the night game we've got the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams in the rubber match of their divisional rivalry this season should be so exciting but before we get into this one go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at draft that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor, Fan Up. Fan Up, if you haven't checked them out, now is the time to do so because they are offering NFL contests and NBA contests all this week, including the $4,000 winner take all NFL Conference Chaos Contest. And it's only a $10 entry to join that one. And in the NBA, they've got contests with over $1,000 in prizes. And here's the best part if you use promo code awesome, you can get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 on their platform, no deposit required. Get started by clicking the link in the video description below. And again, that promo code is awesome. A-W-E-S-E-M-O. Check it out today on FanUp. Okay, guys, on the screen here, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays on DraftKings. At number 10, it's Eli Mitchell. Got banged up in that matchup. And of course, Debo Samuel looks excellent as the, a runner out of the backfield for San Francisco, but still, Eli Mitchell, who ranks third uh, among all running backs on the slate in expected fantasy points per game, comes into the optimal lineup 38% of the time. Then number nine, Jamar Chase, 40% of the time, and he's right next to his teammate T. Higgins at 42% of the time. In this expected shootout, I mean, that's certainly what it was, 34-31, the first two times this these two, excuse me, the first time these two teams met in the regular season, I, I expected to be a shootout again and one of those Bengals players is going to have to show up in a big way if the Bengals have any chance of pulling off the upset. They are in the optimal lineups 40% for Chase and 42% for Higgins at number nine and number eight. Then it's their teammate at running back Joe Mixon 43% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Yeah this just this just looks at the shootout potential of Kansas City and Cincinnati. Yes, it's going to be a lot of passing here. We expect that. But Joe Mixon, the only true bell cow on this slate. Yeah, his salary is high on this main slate, but still, you could easily project him to have the most volume of any running back on any team in these two games here. He's in the optimal lineup 43% of the time. And then it's Patrick Mahomes at 7,400. It's not a low salary for a quarterback, but still in the highest total game, touchdown favorites at home and the way we saw him play in that final half and in overtime against the Buffalo Bills just shows the ceiling is higher for Patrick Mahomes than it is for any other player on earth. He's scoring over 30 fantasy points nearly 50% of the time. He's in the optimal lineup 46% of the time. He doesn't quite crack the top five though. Who does? Let's watch him find out. At number five, it's running back 
Jarek McKinnon for the Kansas City Chiefs. And sure, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is back from injury. And Daryl Williams is practicing as well, meaning he might mix in. But Jarek McKinnon has looked like the most explosive player in that Chiefs backfield over the last two weeks. He had 17 opportunities against the Bills, including seven targets last week. And then in the Pittsburgh Steelers game during wildcard weekend, he had six targets as a part of 18 total opportunities. So McKinnon clearly getting a workload that we like. Now, you could absolutely make the argument that as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gets healthier and healthier and just gets more acclimated with the offense, he could steal some of the touches from I'm Jarek McKinnon here, but still, I like running backs who are home touchdown favorites, and that's what Jarek McKinnon is. Not the bell cow we necessarily would love here, but I think getting the Rams, excuse me, getting the running backs from the Kansas City Chiefs backfield correct may actually be the skeleton key to this whole weekend. And while he's not scoring 30 fantasy points all that often, I bet he scores 25 fantasy points quite a bit here and a median uh, projection of 13.5 fantasy points compared to a 5,100 salary. We'll take that all day. He's not quite my favorite value running back on this slate, but he's still in the optimal lineup 46% of the time. At number four, tight end George Kittle, San Francisco 49ers. And I know the best performance he's had over the last four weeks is four receptions for 63 yards. You could basically say we're brand name chasing because of the way George Kittle has been in the past, but it's the near past. Remember weeks 13 through 15 when George Kittle averaged 141 receiving yards. He had 181 receiving yards in a game and no lower than 93 in that three game stretch. Just unreal single game performances and he did three in a row so I know what the ceiling is against the Rams and he's probably not going to see a whole lot of Jalen Ramsey in the secondary Kittle is your best friend if you got a player like Aaron Donald bearing down your quarterback's face and he's got to get it out fast so I think Garoppolo to Kittle is going to be something we see a whole lot more often than we have in the last four weeks and negative game scripts are things we haven't really seen for the San Francisco 49ers in that span that's something that they may run into here as as well when that occurs you could see Kittle's uh, opportunity skyrocket and that's why you're seeing him score 30 fantasy points in a solid 14 15 percent of our latest simulations here I don't think he gets up that high but a 15.1 median projection for a 5,000 salary it might be big for a tight end but it's not big on this slate at all so I'm not surprised to see him in the optimal lineup 48 percent of the time Number three, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think that heel is healthy for Hill. Uh, 11 catches on 13 targets, including one in the red zone, one touchdown, 150 yards receiving on just 78 air yards. It's the type of Tyreek Hill game that you get every once in a while, but you get more often than any other wide receiver, basically, because the spike weeks for Patrick Mahomes, number one wide out, are basically only rivaled by one other receiver on the Rams. We'll get to him later. Still, Tyreek Hill's ceiling is unprecedented here. In over 30% of our latest simulations, Tyreek Hill is scoring over 30 fantasy points. And that 7,000 salary, that's a whole lot. That is a whole lot for a skill position player. But so is that medium projection over 20 fantasy points. He is in the optimal lineup 49% of the time. I don't think anyone in the Bengals secondary can hang with them. By the way, they are the worst defense in schedule adjustment fantasy points allowed of any defense that qualified for the playoffs yes Joe Burrow and company have been getting them through 
nonetheless, but they could meet their demise with one of the most explosive passing offenses in town in Kansas City that we've ever seen. So Tyree Kill, he is an excellent play, but he is the wide receiver too, number three on our list. At number two, Cooper Cup. The season for the ages continues. That long bomb connection at the end of regulation to set up the winning field goal for the Los Angeles Rams with Stafford urging the entire team down the field as fast as possible. I mean, that's the stuff of legends. Just unbelievable stuff in clutch moments. Finishing off a nine reception game for 183 receiving yards and a touchdown. Just insane numbers. I was talking about it all week that a 30-point performance seemed to be bubbling right under the surface for Cooper Cup, and we got it last week. Now, it doesn't mean that it can't happen again this week against the San Francisco 49ers, who have been eh, middle of the road in schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed to opposing wideouts this season. In nearly 50% of our simulations, Cooper Cup is scoring 30 fantasy points. That's insane. 26 as a median projection. Again, as I've been saying, week after week, that's like quarterback level projections. And yes, he's scoring under 10 fantasy points, six, 7% of the time, but really it's only if, oh gosh, knock on wood, he gets hurt. I don't think that's gonna happen here. I think he is the best play on the slate. We find ways to get value so we can play players like Cooper Cup. He is in the optimal lineup 64% of the time. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on DraftKings for this Sunday championship game main slate, just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Saboka, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. Also want to give one more shout out to our, to our presenting sponsor, FanUp. Sign up for FanUp today where you can receive 2,000 bonus points which is the equivalent of $20 to bet on their site. No deposit required, and they've got NBA contests and NFL contests, including a 10K contest for the championship game weekend. All to first, really good stuff over at FanUp. Check it out today and use promo code AWESOMO when you do. Okay, guys, let's get into my number one play on DraftKings for this championship game slate. And at number one, Los Angeles running back, Cam Akers. What? A running back with two fumbles, including a crucial fumble that set up Tom Brady and company to have the opportunity to get back into that game? Yeah. Cam Akers is a player who the Rams believe in long-term, and that's why they allowed him to try to rush back, and now they are utilizing him like they wanted to all season long. An 81% snap share last week, by far the highest snap share he's had all season, and 27 total opportunities, 24 rushes on the ground, including six in the red zone. That is just fantastic opportunity that will lead to fantastic production. We can't guarantee a ceiling performance. We can't guarantee that volume will turn into efficiency at some point, but Cam Akers has all the makings of a player's player who can make a big game out of that type of volume. I mean, he was one of the most explosive players in his draft class, an 86th percentile 40-yard dash, 89th percentile speed score, and an upper percentile burst score on player profiler as well. This is an explosive player getting a ton of touches on a team that is favored by over a field goal in a 45-point total game. So at 5,000, I'm playing that running back at home. I'm just doing it. So Cam Akers is obviously not my favorite player 
on the Los Angeles Rams offense. We know who that is. We already talked about it at number two, but you need value pieces, and especially at running back, you need those value plays in order to acquire those premium salary players. For me, Cam Akers is that number one option. Yes, a 15% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points, but it's that medium projection over 15 fantasy points at, at just 5,000 in salary that helps me unlock everything else on that slate. He is my number one player on DraftKings this weekend. And that is going to do it for the championship game edition of the DraftKings Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version, we've got that around for you as well. We will have individual versions uh, for other Contenders video this week for the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game. And then we got you covered for all of your Super Bowl needs. So make sure you like the channel and subscribe so that you always know when we're going live. Until then, I'm Matt Savoka from Osmo.com. We'll see you guys next time.